Deep in the night, your heart fills with dread Probably a murderer who wants you dead It could be a ghost, a demon or worse Perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse It's hopeless, you're doomed, you'd call a priest if you could You'd rather just listen to who? Sinisterhood I'm gonna kill you Hello and welcome to another edition of Freaky Friday It is Friday, October 20th It is the second to last Friday in October As our spooky month slips from our grasp Get it in while you can (laughs) Get to those haunted houses, pumpkin patches Spirit Halloween, oh, wherever yeah. they've set up shop for the month. The hermit crabbed in the old Kroger or whatever they yeah, shut down uh, in your neighborhood. Ours, I couldn't find the entrance to the other day. It's like a <laughs> labyrinth to, to figure out. And you got to follow all these tiny signs. It's wild. <laughs> They're like, it's a haunted house and we sell costumes. You're like, yeah. I just wanted to buy a costume. <laughs> the scariest part is trying to find how to purchase anything. <laughs> you are trapped inside. Uh, did you find any good things at Spirit? Um, yeah, a couple. Oh, yeah, Ella got her hat. That's Ella right. got a hat, <laughs> which was a compromise from the gold chain with the rhinestone and gold medallion with a spinny dollar sign in the middle of it She's that got- she wanted that came from a very specific section. Mm-hmm. She also asked in that section, what's this cane for? To which I said, sometimes you just need a cane. Accurate. (laughs) And then there was a hat in this section that um, it looks just like a like a fly girl's hat. Yeah. You've seen it. It's black. It's got these like gold studs all over the front. She looks very cute in it. She wanted the gold chain necklace. I said, maybe we we pick something else because I know you're going to want to wear this to school. (laughs) And I don't think I'm ready yet for the email of questions that might come along with this. So let's just do the hat for now. The the hat is so cute, right? She looks like a fly girl. It's very 90s style. It's very mm-hmm. in, on trend right now. But yeah, I imagine the spinny necklace. It's fun. It's cool. But if you do wear it on the playground, you're on the swing. It's swinging back and hitting you and maybe hitting <laughs> someone else. It's That's not something you can play on the playground with. It's only for certain costumes. I I don't love the section it came from. Yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that that it's is a costume... Just- is is a choice i don't think there's there's a lot of a lot of costumes because i was doing research for our upcoming show at obsessed fest this weekend and just a lot of the language as to um you know people that were around the area that time that perhaps traveled on trains and what we do and don't call them anymore and then it was like also don't this isn't a Halloween costume. And I was like, I remember in the 80s, kids would go dressed up as quote hobos. Or and it's tramps like, was like yeah. a famous word, like a clown you're tramp like, or a, yeah. You're not, you know, so it's a uh, for many, it's not a costume. So right. what you know, a and I don't thing. think I don't think pimps are something that we should no. also dress up as and it's a fun, cool thing that we get to pretend to be because those aren't fun or cool. No, when you kind of, you take the thread and follow it all the way back to its genesis and you'd be like, it's not fun to have all your earthly possessions in one single kerchief on the end of a stick. No, in a bindle. Yeah. No, might be fun to carry around for one night while you're trick-or-treating, but imagine that was your life and then perhaps 
make a different choice as to what you want to dress up as. Yeah, go, uh, yeah, it was the 70s. You could have some freakish plastic mask that looked like Richard Nixon or whatever. Back then they would always do those like plastic molded Mm -hmm. faces, which in themselves are eerie and actually ties a little bit into a weird costume when you all hear the guest stories from Chaluminati at the end of this episode. yeah. One of the strangest mysteries we've ever heard. Honestly, I, it might be the strangest story I've ever heard on a Freaky Friday or that we've ever had a guest tell us. It's so baffling and it's the kind of creepy that really gets me because it's it's real and it's a person and you don't know why it's happening. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, what do you want from me? So Mm -hmm. you will you all hear that at the end of the show with uh, Alex and Mike's guest stories. But before that, you have curated a wonderful lineup for us today, haven't you? Well, I've certainly tried. Thank you to all that have sent in their stories. I'm Christy. I'm Heather. And let's get freaky. This first one, we have received so many emails and DMs and messages that go along with this. So just letting you all know that you are seen and heard. And Roxy agrees. The subject line is Mormonism is Jehovah's Witnesses secret sibling. Hi, Heather and Christy. I actually met you guys when you came to the Salt Lake show a couple of years ago. I sing your theme song to my daughters and sons. I'm ex-Mormon, so I grew up Mormon and left when I was in my 30s. It's everywhere around here. Most of my family is still Mormon. I'm listening to your JW episodes and my brain is exploding with everything you're saying. It feels exactly like Mormonism. I'm on Exmo TikTok, and often the Exmos and XJWs will find each other, and it's like we're cousins in trauma. We follow each other and like each other's posts and comment on everything that each other does. The shunning in Mormonism is also there, just more subvert, but it still exists. It's like they gossip about you and don't include you, but also kind of expect you to keep trying to come back, but then they always reject you. It's like they're forcing you to always be trying to get into the party that they're never going to let you into. And then when you give up and leave for good, they say, well, that's not surprising because they're an apostate. They never believed. Also, Mormonism is trying to rebrand themselves, actively trying to become a mainstream Christian religion and leave behind anything that is considered peculiar, which they used to celebrate. You probably heard they don't use the term Mormon, and now they say it is, quote, offensive. Don't you remember that I'm a Mormon campaign and movie that came out literally a few years ago that they spent millions of dollars on? They're rebranding, but don't be fooled. All that stuff is still beneath the surface. Milk before meat, as the Mormons say, meaning we're just going to give you a little bit of information. And then once you're in and baptized and have gone through the temple and paying tithing every month and you can't see your family in heaven again without us, then we'll tell you the real doctrine. Polygamy and racism, y'all. The Mormons keep having these huge PR scandals with their members doing weird, dangerous, criminal shit. And then they say it's that person's problem, not the religion. But really, it's the culture and the doctrine that breeds these people. Chad Daybell, Lori Vallow, Ruby Frankie, Jody Hildebrand, Tim Ballard. The list could go on and on. Also, I grew up not having soda with caffeine in it. Cross necklaces or crosses on churches were bad. Don't wear black or be sad at a funeral. Don't play with face cards. Don't say the word pride. Don't swim on Sunday because the devil would drown us. We thought Bigfoot was the son of Adam and Eve and that the Garden of Eden is in Missouri. 
And now they gaslight anyone they taught these things to and say, that never happened, but it happened. You can't rebrand away my life. I want to send love to anyone who has gone through religious deconstruction and is finding happiness on the outside. If you want, you can read this on the air, or it can just be for you. But I hope it gives you some insight that you never had. Love from a cycle-breaking mama, Roxy. P.S. My husband told me to shorten this and have a central thesis, and I was like, no, I have to say it all. Well, thank you, Roxy, for saying it all. Cousins in trauma is such an accurate way Mm -hmm. to express this because there are so many parallels. And I didn't know they were gaslighting people into being like, we never said that before. I'm not surprised by that. There are some (laughs) things in here I did not know about. The Bigfoot being the son of Adam and Eve and the Garden of Eden being in Missouri. Now they are the show me state. So if it's there, I'd like to see it. I'd like to know where this is all happening. Right. Do you think that it would be an attraction to to bring people there? Maybe it is. I didn't know. I remembered that some part of Mormonism involved the Garden of Eden was in America only through South Park. That's where a lot of my information about Mormonism is or the movie Orgasmo and South Park, which is he's a Mormon in that movie. Well, I'm sure that they consulted a crime fighter. uh, Very, you know, the Mormon, the Mormon church. Yeah. I mean, they grew up in Colorado, so they have tons of Mormon around so they're like that's the religion we had the most interaction with mm-hmm. and we were like what delightful people but it is disturbing when you that's on the outside like you said the milk before meat if once the people are brought in and there is this indoctrination and it sounds like a lot of trauma to unwind yourself oh, from yes. but it's the importance of these communities online so many people after listening to the jw episode said have written in to say you could basically just copy and paste every time you said JW with Mormon, and it's almost the exact same thing. Wow. And it makes sense that you hear that they're trying to become more mainstream. It is kind of like with JWs where we go, oh, well, we kind of see them all around. And especially with like the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and how some of them are either like Heather Gay is very uh, openly ex-Mormon. And then there, I can't recall the other woman's Lisa, I think still practices, but kind of doesn't. But it's interesting to see kind of this not mainstreamification but kind of trying to become more in the public eye like oh we're normal just like everybody else which may be true for some adherents but it sounds like there's some more uh, intense sects and overall teachings that are are the same type of harmful as jw oh yeah i i would agree that their teachings are very harmful and you mentioned roxy Lori vallow ruby frankie jody hildebrand those are all stories that we're familiar with Mm -hmm. and are heartbreaking and it it is sad when the religion that they grew up a part of say oh well we don't claim them and it's like well perhaps this wouldn't have turned out the way it did had it not been for your indoctrination of all these harmful beliefs over the years no you're right and it's seeing that maybe people with a, a tendency toward violence or a tendency toward psychosis, when they're given a framework, like we saw with the familicide cases in the JW episode, they're given this framework of, oh, I must act on these impulses for this religious reason that is to be not questioned. That's that's when you see the absolute worst case cases like Lori Vallow's case and, and mm-hmm. like the familicide cases. Well, thank you, Roxy, for what you do, reaching out and letting everybody know they're not alone. Yes, and I'm very happy that you are on the other side of it now and that you call yourself a cycle breaking mama because it has to stop somewhere and Mm -hmm. good for you for stopping with you yeah well this next one is from mags and it is called i knew death was coming 
Hello, Christy and Heather. I've been enjoying your show a lot lately and was catching up on Freaky Friday episodes when I heard someone talk about their premonitions and thought I'd write in about one of my own experiences. For some background, while I've not experienced anything that's 100% clearly paranormal, only suspicion, I have had a lot of experiences that are hard to explain and are clearly otherworldly. I wasn't raised in a very religious household, but I've gotten many messages that I believe are from the beyond, and in several cases, extremely strong premonitions that come in the form of dreams. While I could talk about some experiences that are unexplainable, like writing my grandma's name in the snow in very odd places only I knew about, only to find a heart there the next day, multiple times, or being an empath in some of the odd encounters I've gotten with other people, including a very, very weird Reiki session, I decided I wanted to talk about premonitions. Mine mostly come in the form of dreams. I don't remember exactly the first one I had, just that it's something that has happened since I was very young, though I kept convincing myself it was a weird coincidence until just a few years ago. I hate telling people about them, not only because they likely won't believe it, but because the strongest ones have always been about death that is approaching. Today, I'll just be talking about the strongest one I've ever had, This is the one that made me realize that these have been actual premonitions and not just weird dreams that I had been writing them off as for years. This took place less than 24 hours before my grandfather, my mom's dad, passed. In the last 10 or so years of his life, we had little to no contact because of his second wife, a manipulative woman who was emotionally and financially abusive, but that's another story. While his health wasn't the best, he was still traveling a lot and generally doing quite a bit better than a lot of 90-year-olds. He hadn't been in the hospital for months at that point, and all seemed well. Obviously, that wasn't the case, but just so it's clear that we weren't worried about him at this time in particular. The night my dream happened, everything before going to sleep had been normal. I honestly don't tend to remember a lot of my regular dreams, Yet when I do, it's always been something of great significance, or in the majority of cases, a premonition. I remember having a more omniscient view of a hospital room. It was a style I was slightly familiar with, as it was the hospital closest to my grandfather's home. I'd only been there once or twice, but I could still make it out. I'd just been sort of vibing there, not really sure why I was there of all places in my dream, when all of a sudden, I saw my grandpa was laying on a hospital bed and then a doctor's voice pronounced that he had passed. I could not tell you if his wife was in the room or not, nor how many people were there overall, as I didn't jot down the details, and my focus was only on him. All I remember the next day was waking up and hearing a voice that didn't sound like mine, say, today's the day he dies. I didn't want to put much thought into it, especially as I didn't think it was anything other than a dream, but it stuck with me a good amount of the day as I went about my work and daily activities. Fast forward and we approached midnight. Me and one of my brothers were talking when all of a sudden my mom got a call on her phone, clearly unusual for that time of day. At that same moment, the same voice from that morning said, this is it. And I knew it had actually happened. The house was quiet for a bit. Then soon after my parents came down and told us the news. I tried to comfort my mom as she told us that her dad had died in the hospital. I believe they said it was a heart attack, but his wife, nor the hospital, ever really gave us much details about what happened. I didn't cry because I was so detached from his life at that point, and I had already mourned long ago, but I couldn't help but be shaken by the fact that I knew this was going to happen all day. 
I think he was at an age where nothing could have prevented it, though I still felt a strong guilt for keeping it to myself and not saying anything to him before he passed. To be fair, I likely wouldn't have been able to, given his wife's uncanny ability to always keep me from talking to him, but still. To this day, it still feels weird that I, of all people, was given that dream. I'm not sure why to this day, but maybe it's only because I've been given this weird gift, or maybe because we were much closer at one point. Some might also argue it was a coincidence, or maybe him making one last visit through my dreams, though I don't see why he would choose me if the latter was the case. I don't really care what the reason is, but I think it will really shake me if, when, this happens again in the future. Anyways, that's all I really have on this. No real explanations, though it has definitely convinced me that there is something to what I experienced. I've never been sure who to talk to about this, so I decided to share my story here to get it off my chest. Thank you for reading it and wishing you both the best. Keep it creepy. Well, Mags, that is something that would, I mean, it kind of rocks you because you're like, well, what else am I going to know after this? Yeah. And then you're like, well, I had a dream last night that today's my day. Right. Well, I guess I better spend today going around tying up loose ends. That's, yeah, I, I don't know that um, I would necessarily want to know those. I, I don't know if I would want to know when someone was going to pass. Right. Because you have, a, I mean, not that grandpa was, he was 90, you know, it was kind of like a time coming, you know, you never want that to be the day. It's going to have to be that day eventually. But you're right. It's one thing if it's an older relative who's, you know, health may be on the wane, but if it's like your perfectly fine neighbor or friend and you have a dream and wake up and they're like, hey, I'm going to work. And you're like, you're not coming home. You're like, don't <laughs> though, just stay home. Yeah. But then you tell uh, them to stay home. And when they stay home, someone breaks in their house and that's how they die. You know what well, I mean? Like, final like, destination style. You can't escape it. Right. Yeah. That's, um, that's some powerful knowledge that I don't know that I would want bestowed upon me. But if, if it comes through, I mean- that is, a, I like that you said it's it's a gift that was given to you because that's a very nice way to think of it. And I don't think there's any reason to feel, feel guilty about not sharing that. It may have made it more difficult for your mom to know that all day. And then also afterwards, she's got to be like, how'd you know that? Yeah. Now I got to deal with my daughter knows these things and has dreams. Yeah. Like when, these, when people are going to go. When my kid is just coming to me like, oh, by the way, today's the day. You're like, how do you know? A voice that was not my own came to me. And it's mm -hmm. like, well, what else is it telling you? But also, yeah, your mom, you should not feel guilty, Max, because your mom, I mean, what could anybody have done really? And no, like I said, you never want any day to be that the day, but it's inevitable. And in this case, it sounds at least like it was he was in a hospital and he had maybe visited you in the dream. I don't know, maybe making peace or something. And he's like, now my wife can't keep me from talking to you. I can visit you in any realm. And maybe that's a little bit peace to think it was a, a visit from grandpa. A visit from grandpa. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Sinisterhood will be right back. This next one is from Katie. And the subject line is, listening to Flatwoods Monster. Hi, I love your podcast and have been binging on Patreon. I'm from Charleston, West Virginia, about an hour and a half from Flatwoods. Fun fact, it's the midpoint between Morgantown, where I went to college, and Charleston. So whenever I was driving to or from college, I would stop at Flatwoods. There's an Amish store there that sells the best sandwiches. So this didn't happen in Flatwoods. It actually happened in Charleston. 
on December 21st, 2012, when the Mayan calendar ended and the world was supposed to end, my friend had an end-of-the-world party. My friend picked me up, and we didn't actually think the world was going to end, but we thought maybe something would happen. Maybe this is somehow significant. We were maybe a minute away from my house when I saw this burning object bobbing in the sky, exactly as you described. I told my friend to stop. We were both so confused and asking each other what it was. It's hard to describe what it looked like. It was sort of small, but we couldn't figure out if it was a very large object very far away or a small object closer to us. I called a few people to look up and try to see it, but they couldn't see anything in the sky. It's important to note, though, West Virginia is the mountain state, and our views of the sky are all different depending on where we are and what mountains are blocking what. At first, we thought it was a plane that was on fire. It was going in a straight line, but then it would stop and bob up and down. Maybe it was one of those burning candles people put in the air. But again, we live in West Virginia, and we are essentially surrounded by forest, and it would be incredibly dangerous and irresponsible to let up a burning candle around the forest. There was no snow, and forests are very dry in West Virginia. I posted about this on Reddit one time, and people suggested ball lightning. That's basically the story I believe, because nothing else makes sense. But I got chills when you were describing the Flatwoods monster as a burning ball in the sky. And the day we saw it was just creepy. It also made me hungry for those amazing sandwiches on the way to and from college. I hope it's still there. That cheese was unmatched. We both took a picture of it, and I would attach it, but you can't see anything. Our janky 2012 phones couldn't pick up on the light. But what I can say is it was somewhat spherical and the edges were blurry. It was dark burnt orange, a little brown, like dark burnt orange, but definitely orange. Sounds like the Flatwoods came to hey, maybe he knew he knew it was He's the end of the there. world. <laughs> He's like, he, oh, I got to check in. <laughs> or a timeline split when That's that Mayan the, calendar hit. Dang, the timeline. The, the fact that there's still glowing balls in and around this area as of at least 2012, the more I think about it, how do we know it's not like a jetpack that the government has and they don't want anybody to know about it, so they just go around and test it around out there? Because that would make sense if you're like zooming and maybe it has flames out the back and you're, I'm also just really want a jetpack. Maybe. <laughs> it sounds like you'd see a person uh, with the jetpack on. It's got a helmet. But- it's got a helmet. <laughs> Uh, that's one theory. That's the theory. I like, like the ball lightning. Face. That sounds like it tracks or it was a it creature was from another dimension that was coming to just say hello. Maybe to say, don't worry, we're not going to end it today. Have fun at your party. I love an end of the world party. I like a good theme. And that's a, that's a very fun one. Cause at least if it does happen, you're all hanging out and having a good time. Right. It's like this is the end. It's like at least we're all together and we can team up if we want to, if the, the ground open up and starts swallowing us. True. But, well, if anybody else was uh, around the to December of 2012 in Flatwoods and saw the same ball, let uh, write us in. So let that, us know. Uh, Katie knows she's not alone. <laughs> well, this next one is from B, and the subject is Oklahoma B. Wilden. Hello, I've been listening to y'all for a few years, and I can't express how much I appreciate y'all. I'm a Texas native, and I love when the accents fall through, especially from Heather. Let's get into it. I've got two cryptid slash wildlife stories from living in Oklahoma. I've been sitting on this one since I saw it a few months ago. I was driving out east from the college town. The roads start getting real hilly and high, and then dip right back down. It was late in the afternoon when I came upon one of these hills. I saw a large, 
very large bird in the distance, approximately two hills away, about a quarter of a mile away. What got me was how expansive the wingspan was and the lack of feathers. No feathers were flapping, no bright colors, just dark, dark brown, almost black. We have eagles and falcons here. I've seen them, and this ain't it. I got the initial view, and when I started going back down, it went into the trees, and I lost it. When I got home, I immediately started researching the biggest birds in Oklahoma. None compared. From that distance, using the power poles as reference, that thing's wingspan was at least 30 to 40 feet. It was out by Lake Thunderbird, so maybe a Thunderbird? Are those real? I'm thinking a pterodactyl. Apparently, there have been numerous sightings of pterodactyls in Oklahoma. The second incident was late at night as I was driving a friend home from a night of drinking. This was a residential area across from a cemetery that's slightly on the outskirts of a main town center. As I pulled in, my headlights led the way when I saw what looked like a skinned, large cat-like creature scurry across the road. I seen it for just a flash when the headlights lit it up. Red body, red eyes, quick AF. We both immediately said, did you see that? Hell yeah, we did. Chupacabra? Injured cat running across the street? Mm, I'm thinking it was old Chupy. The body was so creepy. Definitely not an orange tomcat like some non-believers have told me. We could see the muscular outlines and all red. Literally imagine a skinned animal running across the road and that's it. Well, anyway, I hope these interest y'all. I'll submit some spooky stories separately. A night visitor with no face and a break-in that shook our small Texas town. See ya! Well, I just Googled pterodactyls in Oklahoma <laughs> to see what we're working with. Prevalence? There are many, there are many hits. Oh, man. Mostly from the mid-2000s. This is from 2012. Oh, shit! Uh-oh! It says, many eyewitnesses have called the flying creatures pterodactyls. Although the correct name for the large non-bat feathers of flyer is pterosaur. And this is in Texarkana, Arkansas, Oklahoma. So I guess uh, dinosaurs fly amongst us is what we're learning today. We we (laughs) just saw that TikTok about Jurassic Park earlier. That's right. They're going to remake Woolly Mammoths in the Arctic and they're bringing back. What did did you say it was called? Pterosaurs. Pterosaurs in Texas. Well, when we covered the Houston Batman, that was one of the possibilities of giant birds they saw flying. And because there are these sketches in and around like the Southwest and Texas and New Mexico and a little bit further into uh, what you call it, Arkansas, of these sketches of these like big ass birds and then the huge skeleton they found that's down in Big Bend with the big ass pterosaur that's like the real skeleton that they found. I They were here at one point. Have we landed oh, yeah. the lost? Like cracked the land open and they're coming out. Perhaps so. Oh, this, I just found another one. This one says a father and his 12 year old daughter had a daylight sighting of what they thought looked like a pterosaur. My daughter and I saw a featherless bird without a tail on Saturday, September 2014, between 10 a.m. and 10.15 a.m., I spotted the creature first and told my daughter, hey, what's that? My daughter knows the bird, and she can tell you about birds in good detail. Well, there's a she caught about three seconds of this bird, and yeah, it looks real big. It looks, it looks like something from Dinosaur Train that my kids watch, so... <laughs> I don't know if I want to look up there and see that flying around in the sky, but also 
if they, I don't think it's our choice. So if they decide they do want to fly up from the land of the lost, we're going to have to adapt. Yeah, I don't think that there's anything we can do. Something that big, a 40-foot wingspan. Mm-mm. And when you see them like in, you know, at the Dallas, I think the Pro Museum has a big uh, one that's from Big Bend. One of the, that's like a 25-foot wingspan. But even bigger than that, coming up above you with them big-ass claws, you can't say no. It's no. just going to pick you up and it's going to sit on you in its nest wherever. You you live in a pterodactyl nest now. Yeah, or you've a pterosaur nest. <laughs> it's so wild to me to just envision a 40-foot wingspan bird flying around just all all over like a <laughs> like a flock of them i don't know if they go by flock or something else i don't it's it's wild that all of that was on this planet, you know? Right. Even like in my neighborhood, we have bats and walking down, like I went on a dusk walk. It was probably about seven 30. So the, it started going down, but the sky was glowing just enough. And I thought, boy, that bird's flying in a weird, no, it was mm. not a bird. It was bats. bats. <laughs> so many bats. Oh yeah. So Lots many. of bats. But if it was 40 foot wingspan and it was no, like all hairless tail, <laughs> I can't do it. And Oklahoma's got chupacabras too. Y'all got both of them. <laughs> both Y'all things. got some shit going on up there. Y'all need to have a, a state meeting and figure yeah, this right? out. And we heard Bigfoot's over in what's that county that uh, Broken Bow's in that I got engaged in. So y'all have Bigfoot over there, pterodactyls, chupacabra. It sounds like Oklahoma is the cryptid. Uh, it's where the cryptids are like, let's just, let's go hang out there. They're cool. They're it's cool the with us. cryptid capital of the world, apparently. <laughs> Sounds like it. Well, B, please submit, uh, or yeah, if you have any other uh, encounters with this big pterosaur, just also just try to stay away from it. Or Chupacabra. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That pterosaur is going to grab you. You either have to befriend it or um, fear it. Those are your options. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to have to bring it uh, something to like an offering so that it doesn't take you. That's your only only recourse. Or you get a saddle. Now you got it flying pterodactyl friend and you can just ride around. That'd be fun. Falcor style. Yeah. <laughs> just like yeah, yeah. soar through the, I'm into that. How to I'm, train I'm, my pterosaur. I would watch there that. You go. Yeah. <laughs> how are that. they? They're not that much different from dragons. Yeah. Perhaps the fire breathing. I don't know that they can't though. <laughs> we haven't proven. Yeah. We've already decided dragons were dinosaurs. So mm-hmm. it's probably just a different breed that we are a different species that we're not aware of. Ella thinks she wants to see a dragon, but I don't think she's prepared to see this flying around in the sky. That's the thing about a dragon, in theory, sitting down. is It's like a lion. Like, oh, I would love to see a lion in a safe environment mm-hmm. where it's not versus it running at me on the savanna and I'm next. That's nah. two different things. Yeah, very Two very different things. Yes. <laughs> I'd rather just see the concept of a dragon and not be like, oh, hear it. Oh, it's burning my flesh. Well, be stay safe. Sounds like you got a lot going on up there in Oklahoma. <laughs> so much to contend with. Well, speaking of a lot going on, these next two guys have some very interesting stories that <laughs> twist and turns that you never expect. You will not. Well, this week, our guests are Mike and Alex, two of the hosts of Chaluminati, a podcast covering all the things that uh, interest and fascinate us. You know, the occult, true crime, aliens, conspiracies, UFOs, mysterious disappearances, internet urban legends, and more. And uh, these stories are fit right squarely in those categories. Oh, yeah. They were so much fun to talk to. From the second we started talking, all of us, it was like we'd known each other for so long. We all were like, we got to get together and like go get a drink. <laughs> like we, were, we had so many 
alien theories and different types of paranormal stuff that was interesting to talk about. It's always so much fun connecting with other people that are passionate about these subjects. And it's not just like hokey and corny, but like you can really sit down and have like very thoughtful and insightful conversations with. And Mike and Alex definitely fall into that category. Oh, absolutely. Not, yeah, exactly. Not just the yes, yes, sure, but the yes. And also, oh, did you hear this about mm-hmm. the whatever Pulitzer or not Nobel Prize and stuff? So we get to talking about quantum reality. We're talking about ghosts. We're talking about a very strange mystery. So the let us know as you listen, if you have any leads on what Alex may have seen in, back in college during his story. Um, and you can also, don't miss the YouTube version. We have a full video version of this interview over on our YouTube channel where you can see the cursed eBay object that Mike brings out in oh, the interview. <laughs> that came out so quickly. It was within <laughs> arm's reach and the reactions were genuine. It had not been on camera until no, he pulled it out. Know. He was going to do that, but we really appreciate Mike and Alex joining us and we hope you enjoy our interview with Chiluminati. Sinisterhood will be right back. Well, we got, yeah, we're talking about aliens because we're all, we are telling them about Randall and now there's. Oh, yeah. Alex is telling yeah. us how the government's going to tell us how well, aliens There's a memo are out there that, yeah. that, that breaks down if they're to, like, okay, like Alex was saying, just like to catch, like, refresh is like, if the aliens are real, stop talking about if aliens are real and just say, how are we going to break it to the public when that right. they are real? Yeah, so, let's yeah. stop bullshitting everybody no, let's stop beating we, around we the all bush. we all know stop beating around the bush just tell us what we need to do well actually what he said was let's let's beat around the bush so he like he basically <laughs> was he basically he basically was like we need to introduce aliens first we're gonna like roll it out and like movies will be made about aliens and we'll we'll have like flying saucers as a concept be a thing and the idea of little men in the saucers and them coming from a faraway place and all that and then uh, we'll start also introducing like in along along with all the stuff that's like fake that just bubbles up from crazy people. Like we'll also like leak some extreme pieces of information so that what the like fringe conspiracy theories are never get too far away from what is really going on. And so these these concepts kind of like slowly get drip fed until they're merged. They start taking away some of the jokiness, more seriousness, and just through media, the way that aliens are dealt with just kind of trend towards realism. And uh, I guess now, you know, as alien, uh, like, lore is, -hmm. like, kind of trending towards, like, they're not from space. Maybe they're multiversal beings or they're, like, the AI that we just – maybe it's the Sony Ibo dog AI that grew up to be (laughs) huge. (laughs) And and he's coming back to check on us. Nobody knows what it is. It could even be something, like, terrestrial, like, living in our oceans and have always been there. That's what we think. Heather and I think that they live in the oceans. We think that there's a – and space too, but definitely that there's something going on in the oceans for yeah. sure. Gotta be. Yeah, it's gotta I mean, seriously, it's space, seriously like the ocean is the best place to hide. Like underwater civilizations are in media right now. We've got yes. Talokan. We've got uh, Aquaman. We've got all multiverse that multiverse is fucking everywhere right multiverse. now. Multiverse. It's it's all in the media. Yeah. This so stuff who's the, who's the person that said to leak it? So we kind You're of saying get way back. It was, it was like a it was like a think tank of people that either I can't remember who it was. It was like Truman or Roosevelt. So I was gonna say like way back oh. in the forties, fifties, because that dovetails yep. 
what Randall Nickerson was saying, because we were like, oh, you know, when the aerial school students drew these pictures, it kind of looked like, you know, cartoon aliens. But where they were in the world, they didn't have access to TV. They didn't have access to cartoons. Where'd they get that? Yeah. Comic books or whatever. And he was like, no, that's what they really look like. And that's what the the Foo Fighters and all those like World War II guys that had seen stuff in the sky. And I think what you're talking about happened shortly thereafter. Yes, the <laughs> and then the, yeah. they're like, make the band name the Foo Fighters. <laughs> I know, I and love no that. That's how we do it. Like, We're no just slowly turning up the water. Everybody loves like, Dave Grohl. And then you also yeah. remember like Close Encounters of the Third Dave. Kind. Oh, and, like, yeah. Steven yes. Spielberg was working with Project Blue Book, J. Allen Hynek behind the scenes. Well, to like, oh. that's like, the, like Close Encounters of the Third Kind is as real as an abduction scenario as I've seen portrayed in like, accurate, Hollywood media. As accurate to like the really? reports, right? Yeah, to the reports and everything. And so, yeah, the story is like, and it's true. He was working with J. Allen Hynek and wow. uh, Project Blue Book people uh, back in the day and, and interviewing them and talking to them about all this stuff to make sure he got as far as we know, the details, right? We don't know what those conversations entailed, of course. And wow. now we have another Spielberg UFO documentary coming out. Uh, on Netflix. It's, oh, yeah. On Netflix very, very field. soon. Yeah, I'm so ready. Wow, we will I didn't be even know that. that. I'm well, very we've, stoked we've about just, that. We've jumped in today, but to introduce you <laughs> I all. haven't even introduced myself. I'm <laughs> Christy, yeah, sorry. by the way. Yeah, I hey. didn't know. So Hello. nice to meet you both. Nice to meet you. Now, I, I love jumping into conversations like this. I've been on one about aliens lately because we've just been <laughs> Who has talking yeah. about, I know, but uh, that conversation with, it is with, Rand, and that's what Randall said. He said, once you are open to the possibility Ready. is when they will start to reveal themselves to you. So... I'm Randall just sounds like a, Rand, Randall <laughs> sounds like he's got a good head on his shoulders. He knows Randall is he knows what's up. He stayed in a shack in Zimbabwe for three weeks with no anything. Oh shit! Just okay, to capture Randall? documentary footage from these children at the Zimbabwe school. And oh. have y'all seen aerial phenomenon? Oh yeah. Not well, yet. we haven't seen it, but I know all about oh, the little. Guys uh, the mm-hmm. little prince looking aliens and all that. Yeah. Yeah. They're they, the documentary is incredible. These children are so credible. They're, you know, six, seven, eight, incapable of like constructing a story like they tell and yeah, lying I read about it. Yeah, some newspapers about it. And it was like just everybody's like, it just seems so earnest and like oh, non yes. manipulative. Very, yeah. very. Like, the it's BBC still- reporter who was like on site, Tim Leach, mm-hmm. like taking their interviews and then his career gets destroyed and watching the Dr. John Mack from Harvard on site to, and then his career gets destroyed. And you're like, were we not ready at the time? And whatever that government, like that's too much information too soon. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. not ready. Wait till like they didn't watch uh, Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness yet. So they're not. Yeah, ready. Exactly. <laughs> the rule, they the rule pre- of UFO stuff properly. is it almost always ruins your life. It almost always ruins yeah. your life. It, no one's really rich or famous off of it. Everybody right. laughs at you. If yeah. you're like Avi Loeb, uh, who's been out in the ocean and scraping meteorites off like the bottom of the ocean to study them and whatnot, like they laugh at him because he's like trying to find Even out. Even though he's finding like extraterrestrial How? elements in the ocean floor. He's too yeah. close. They're it's trying close. to make a mockery of him. So people, they discredit it's him. It's crazy because the podcasts. government did such a good job at poisoning <laughs> the term UFO and alien that mm-hmm. when they decided to take it seriously, they had to re-term it to UAP. Like, right? They right? did such a good job. And now it's... It's like there's like two different warring factions, people who want to know. And then there seems like there's a faction of people who are still trying to keep it secret. It's fucking crazy. 
It's it wild. is. Randall went to the hearings. I was like, I want to go to, I just want to hear oh, yeah. not what, what we see on television, C-SPAN, whatever. I want to know like what's in the hallway. People the like vibes, waiting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The vibes are people whispering to each other of like, oh my God, it's finally happening. Like, oh shit. It's being it revealed. Is. But I the also think the government. The yeah. I oh think the government is always keeping stuff from us. So if they're like leaking something to us, I, my cynical nature is like, what are they trying to distract us from over here with aliens? Like what's really happening over here? It's also, yes. Oh, that's always like, keep that an eye open on that of like, if they're trying to like distract us and stuff too. Um, And if they, but the, the the great joke of it all is like, they aren't doing a good job at not keeping it secret. It leaks all the time. It's been leaking since the (laughs) sixties. It's just like, it's never not leaking. So it's just like, it's just yeah. they're doing a good job at making it ostracized. Well, and it's yeah. interesting when you read about how just in politics and the government truly does frame stuff. The George Lakoff's book, Don't Think of an Elephant, is a huge example of language and messaging and how you can take something like UFO and make it synonymous with cuckoo, whack job. Mm-hmm. And then yes. now you do have to rebrand and say, oh, fuck, but we can't call it that Little anymore. green men. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 It I mean, becomes like a, stuff they do with like guns a and, yeah, Santa everything. Claus thing. or If everybody was like, Santa's real. First of all, I have some questions and I'd like to be paid back <laughs> yeah. in the past five years. But I need a refund. <laughs> <laughs> Are we supposed to send our receipts to somebody? Yeah, I, I need a refund re- coming. Yeah, there was reimbursement programs you missed out on on the yeah. North Pole. No. But they would have me? to rebrand the whole thing because we've been conditioned to, you know. It's this but whole thing, even yeah. that is so weird. Like, Mm-hmm. People are more likely to get upset, like you told my kid Santa wasn't real, than to open their mind to the idea that aliens are it's live crazy. among us. We'd <laughs> rather think of Santa dropping down our chimney in the middle of the night than like be so arrogant that why We're would we be the one. only life form here? It just doesn't make yes. sense, like and scientifically. No. All of this, I'm like, Her. we didn't invent all this. Yes. I think, like you said, the aliens have taken the technology and been like. Here you go. Use this. Here you go. You be using have this. a little have fucking. They could have obliterated us if they wanted to. So I don't think they want to do that. No. no. I think they are trying to help us, but we are intent on destroying ourselves. So they're <laughs> like, well, we can only do so much. Yeah. It's either right. like that or we're just, they're just observing, right? Maybe, right? maybe life isn't like rare in the universe. Maybe it's a rule and there is life mm-hmm. everywhere. And Watching get- us on a planet, like we tag sharks in the ocean, right? Or how we like grab like wild animals in the jungle. I imagine to them that shit is an alien abduction Fuck. experience. You get sleepy and pulled away, and then you walk out and you're like, "What happened?" Now you have like a weird thing on your ear. Duck. Maybe that's oh, all damn. it is. Maybe they're just like checking us out, watching us over hundreds of years, seeing if we make it past blowing each other up and. <laughs> You know, I thought it was we learned how to split yeah, atoms, so other. that's fucking Blowing scary. <laughs> this, this human, this human centric look at a, a view yes, of aliens and yeah. that we're super special <sighs> that doesn't vibe with me. To me, no, if, if, no. If, it's, if they're aliens, especially if they're interstellar, maybe we're just one of a bunch that they're just like watching and seeing what I, happens. I think so. And Randall made a good point that I'd never considered, like. If we're invading, and I don't think they're even invading, so that's a harsh word, but say we're trying to gain intel in Iraq, well, we're going to establish a base there and then send out people to get information. So if those bases are in the ocean because they know they're in such extreme depths or 
uh, pressure or cold, he was like, something's going on in Argentina. Or in Antarctica. Or Antarctica. Like, wherever humans can't just come knocking on their door because we can't survive there, I think that's where they are. And they're just down there. And then, like, occasionally they come up and see what we're up to. And then maybe they have engine failure. And all of a sudden, we (laughs) stumble upon them in the woods. They're like, shit. Yeah, my question is what's going to happen when Victor Vescovo gets down to one of those bases in his <laughs> if you're not familiar with who Victor Vescovo is from Operation Deep Ocean on the Discovery we went on Channel a, we, we went on a whole yeah. deep dive no pun intended after <laughs> Titan happened and Victor Vescovo has been going down to all the deepest points of the ocean he's going to find it Heather that's he's going to find him he's, he's going to get next out is what's going to happen you better be careful <laughs> yeah he's going to get Slapped by the get Honestly, out of here laser. The aliens are going <laughs> to take him. Take him. Few men in suits will show up in the editing bay and be like, "Excuse me, <laughs> sir. Uh, we need to have a conversation." Guys well, with we- really red lips and pale white skin, molar <laughs> <laughs> hats, always. and the <laughs> smell of sulfur for some reason. <laughs> Well, we need to introduce you all to our audience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This. We will go before this. So we'll let them know in advance that we just hit it, hit it, hit the ground running, which happens so often when we have folks with so much in common with us and so much <laughs> of the same interest. Well, we are talking today to Mike and Alex, two of the three ho- ho- co-hosts of the Chaluminati podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank Anytime, you so much for honestly. Us. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for Very having or thanks for ha- thanks for having us. It has been such a back and forth that I forgot whose show we were on. <laughs> y'all, honestly, y'all are honestly. on our but that I love that because yeah. I I like talking to people that are as impassioned about these things as we are and don't judge or act like it's silly because yeah. it's yeah. not. No, it's really not. not that I mean, look, it like, is. It it's totally nuts. Quick. It's totally nuts <laughs> to think about it. To think about it, it's crazy. Like it's, as a person oh, yeah. who grew my, up, in, my yeah, ear, in the world, my yeah. brain will leak out of my ears if I think yeah, about but it's it too not much. Yeah. That it's not out of nowhere. Let's just put it right. that way. We're not just yeah. pulling it out of our asses. Yeah. No. So it seems like we're all. I think it's interesting that we're all getting more and more, and like as a society, not just those of us on this uh, episode, drawn towards this to aliens, to the quantum immortality, you know, the multiverse theory, to how do I manifest things? This consciousness of manipulable reality, mm-hmm. things like that. Like TikTok. Maybe it's just my algorithm. Never mind. <laughs> well, I mean, no, we know. What's your TikTok? You, you are literally <laughs> preaching for sure. like definitions we are well versed in. Yeah. <laughs> The Nobel, yeah. the Nobel Prize this year was like guys that proved that everything yeah. is everywhere all at once. Reality as we see it is not like definitive. It's just mm-hmm. how we perceive it. Mm-hmm. And the actual continuum of everything, if you want to tart, tart, if you want to start explaining about uh, quantum entanglement and stuff yes. like that, like it makes much more sense if we're all in the same place all the time, everywhere together, then thinking about it as two molecules or whatever on either sides Separate. of the universe yeah. moving. I mean, it's like, we're um, the same. It's, it's, we at, yeah. like, that's what was exactly where I was going to go. Alex is like, you know, all this fun, crazy alien stuff that may be real is all happening at a time where quantum science is having breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough year after year after year. I mean, they were just able to measure, measure like uh, gravitational waves in 2023 where they built two structures with four mile long prongs exactly the same length to the like perfect degree that when the gravitational waves rolled over it for a brief moment, one of those uh, arms was shorter than the other one by like a micrometer. Yeah, or we're talking about ripples small. in but reality. It's like, immeasurably reality smaller. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, There's actually like, two of these next to each other, two sets of them to make sure like control, like to double check that it's real results. So it's, it's pretty 
pretty definitively true. Wow. Quantum that gravity affects reality. Quantum science just proves and continues to prove that reality is not as sturdy as we would like it to be. It's very, very wobbly and can yeah. do a lot of different weird things. Which That's goes back it, to the uh, alien engines. Like we see the aircraft moving around in a way that seems impossible. But if you think about if they're a gravity engine and gravity affects reality, maybe they're actually like, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like when I they drift, switch. maybe it's like they just teleport almost or like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And you if, can manipulate see it yeah. as like disappearing coming back but it's just or it's at a speed that like looks like we just can't when i think about like there are colors that our eyes don't see well then what else is there that you know like actual objects that we just can't see that others might be able to they're all so equal in the show right now because (laughs) i've said that same thing a hundred times in our show but it does it's weird to think that like putting my hands in front of me there's oxygen in this room there's air so there's molecules i can't see but then in space the vacuum of nothingness so our tour that we're on right now we're on taking a fall break but it's full moon energy and we talk about various parts of the moon and a lot one of the most uh like absolutely mind-boggling things is the apollo astronauts thoughts on existence and reality and the nature of who we are and what we are the people that are like went up there they got vetted they got tested and a lot of it vibes with like edgar mitchell's hold the quantum man theory and all this quantum stuff he was trying to bring mainstream in the early 90s and everyone's like well edgar mitchell really fell off after he was in uh, nasa and it's like or maybe he's just like investigating things that are not quite mainstream but that are really important to like our existence and it's all this stuff that now is like winning nobel prizes and i'm like that's what scientists were doing back in the day too like they'd like poison you know they'd be like uh the sun is the center of the galaxy or the the, you know whatever and they're like no like the sun is the center of the earth or the center of the center of the galaxy. No, you die. And then they like turns out that's true. And they're like, yeah. Oh no, the, the galaxy is actually like huge. And the sun is like just one of many stars. Let's kill that guy. Uh, right? No, actually it turns out that's true. You know, like all this stuff, like, we, we likened it thing. to the the doctor who said, you should really wash your hands when you touch the cadaver and then you deliver a baby. And everyone's like, okay, there's tiny animals on your hands. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, there are yeah. actually, they're called bacteria. Yeah. They're now us. imagine a doctor touching a corpse and then delivering a baby, he'd be fired immediately. So yeah, no. it's, yeah, at some point, everyone's going to think we're the silly ones for having even... Yeah you know ever question that this was a possibility yeah. i wonder how we'll we look sh- back on just in our, our own medical practices in a hundred mm-hmm. years if we will be looked back on like barbarians with how right? they mental like, health they especially to, they used to oh give, like, yes they would do surgery where they would like cut your whole body open and open it and then like somebody would stick their hands in you and grab your heart and now it's like oh my god we would never do that you should let the micro robots do it like why would you have I'd, a I'd love human to watch that happen at least once though that's fucking wild <laughs> i do that when i'm making simulator. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? yes it's like surgeon simulator exactly <laughs> That's about as good of a surgeon as I would be in real life. Yeah, I used to put an alarm clock in people. You could do anything on surgery. Yeah, it's great. Like, it's, you know what? Just people so you don't forget you you're hungry. Here you go. Yeah. Is this That's like real... Operation? Yeah, it's pretty like, much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Operation. That game low key stressed me out. Still does. I don't <laughs> like things that like if I yeah. if I fuck up, it's it, it's too much for me. It, got, it gets you. But yeah, well, so have you all had experiences of your own that's truly our freaky friday is odd but true experiences that you have had whether brush with true crime please tell me you've met bigfoot something like <laughs> that. I, I, it's not we, we look at each other we all 
Here's the thing. The <laughs> argument that aliens only come to those who are willing is a lie because I am the most <laughs> willing man in existence. Same. I will be on my lawn, Same. ass in the air, begging for them to yeah. like, come take <laughs> me. And they just won't do it. And I do it. I've done it on our live shows. I've done You're it many thirsty, times. Mike. You're too thirsty, Mike. You're too thirsty. That's what I keep being they're told. Like, no. is like, I want it too bad. And they're just yeah. kind of like, yeah, they're driving by and they're like, Maybe not that one. Like, no, that, that one off. seems a little too. Th- it's like <laughs> it's like when you're trying to get into a relationship, and they're like, "It always happens when you're not looking for it." Exactly. So I'm just gonna be like, <laughs> right. "Okay, I guess I don't need an alien in my life. Yeah. Whatever." Uh, I, I and don't then, need an alien anymore. <laughs> in a few months, uh, an alien. I'll just have my little friend right here. I'll be yeah, like, like, "I don't know. Me. It just happened." You just oh, rock on me, cute. Just- <laughs> your, your world will change. You'll never even know it. It will. Yeah. So change. I'm like an over, so I'm like a big over preparer. So I've been listening oh. to the show, oh listening to the gosh. show, and I Thank first you. of all enjoy it, love Thank love the so vibes. I think you guys, long time listener. Yeah, if you guys, if you guys, uh, <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to Let's Go to Court, I feel like you guys would be like, they're going to be an obsessedness. We have heard of them, and we look forward to meeting them. So yeah. it's funny you brought. We them have up. a lot. I say, like you said, the vibes on here are very the same. It feels like the vibes on there. Are I just very feel the same. like yeah. you guys would be buddies. I don't know. Yeah, That's I love it. We'll yeah. hang, we'll look uh, it up. But I but I brought I brought three different stories just Yay. in case because I didn't oh, yeah. know I have so I just figured I put it to the to the room and then you guys okay. can tell me I brought a short okay. one that's like a standard ghost story from my childhood I brought okay. one that's like a little longer that's like a many ghost stories within one ghost story from my childhood and then I brought one that's like fully weird and is not a ghost story and is w- the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me so whatever well, one you guys oh, want that one, that one. I'm gonna choose yeah, the yeah, last yeah. one that's, that's a good spell <laughs> right there yeah okay. 100% I'm gonna stop you right there <laughs> yeah not okay so I I'm just gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, go and then, and then if we it's, have time for another one I'll hit another one later certainly yeah. sounds uh, good Sinisterhood will be right back so uh, like I said not a ghost story I wouldn't even put it in the realm of paranormal but uh, it's, I promise you it belongs in the show. I recently, uh, I recently lost my buddy, Alan, uh, like very, very recently, like quite unexpectedly. And so he's been on my mind a lot. I know him for like many years, like 18 years, I uh, went to college with him and stuff. And, uh, just sort of like talking with everybody about him lately. I like remembered a bunch of things that like, cause now I'm very old man, like compared to, you know, when we first were hanging out and sure. I just remembered all these things about my life that I like hadn't thought of in a long time. And this came up and I was like, how in the fuck did I forget about this? <laughs> like, I can't believe I forgot about this. Uh, and maybe I told you this methods. I don't know, but I, so basically I, I, I'm from LA born and raised, uh, lived here my whole life, but I went to college. I wanted to get away from the the city. So I so I went to college in Orange County, which if you don't know what that is, <laughs> there's know, a TV yeah. show about it. Yeah. A, doc- a documentary television show that's very <laughs> accurate about it. Is that the <laughs> California? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was talking about the movie with Jack Black and Colin Hanks, but whatever. Yo, which that, that's oh, actually worth watching. That's Did you get a Chapman? No, I went. Well, I went to uh, Cal State Fullerton, right around the corner. Okay, oh, my brother went to Chapman, is why I asked. Oh yeah, Chapman is actually like an like a truly beautiful, nice school. Cal State <laughs> Fullerton <laughs> looks like the, the DMV kind of. Yeah. No, I, should, I, should, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. It's it's a very nice. Is there a big... block away from one of the most beautiful schools? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a nice school. It's I shouldn't say that. Cal, Cal it's like when I, nice. I did a stint at Loyola New Orleans, and it's like tiny, and then giant, beautiful two lanes all around it, and it's like, yeah. oh, you went to school on that street? I'm like, yeah, not the nice building. Yeah. So <laughs> the little ones next door. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, there's also Fullerton College, which is like the community college up the street. And I was like, okay. I want to go there because they have a good hot dog place next door. That's how you know my priorities. So Cal State Fullerton was like a commuter school. So uh, if you lived there, like there wasn't that many dorms. Like it wasn't really like that dormy. So it was like anybody who lived there was like kind of living off campus in like apartments. And so I didn't live there, but um, a bunch of my friends who I lived in a dorm with like got an apartment at this other place. Uh, I don't know if I should say the name of the apartment building, but it was a it in had my- a fun yeah. It was called Haverhill. Shout outs okay. Cal State Haverhill. Yeah, hey. it, and Double I'm not going to say which one it was. Yeah, but it was like it was like uh, a great place we used to hang out. I have this amazing moment one time where like we would just all fuck around there. My buddy one time was like dancing, and somebody threw a rodeo cheeseburger at him, and it unwrapped itself in midair, and he caught it and ate it. Like it was that kind of. <laughs> That's, that's what that's we're talking about with yeah. reality yeah. being right? wobbly like that that's was, chaos magic that was right there that yeah. was the universe was it, that was on purpose that was yeah. purposeful yeah uh, in this but, moment so that's the, the vibe character that was the vibe <laughs> exactly. of this place this was the type of place where there was like empty beer bottles everywhere all the time we'd like play poker most nights instead of doing our assignments or whatever you know we were like we had very great. similar college experience like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like. in orange county i can't, I can't be judged for this. <laughs> um but it was one of those nights but it was just me and alan uh my my buddy and uh it was kind of like stoner hours vibes like very late at night like we were watching like X-Files season four or, you know, which is the best season of X-Files or, uh, you know, whatever, whatever else, like, you know, in search of, or I can't remember what we were watching, but it was like some vibe like that. And all of a sudden we got this like feeling like, you know, like when you realize that like somebody like, oh, dude, I didn't realize you were here kind of feeling. Oh. So. Yeah. So we got that feeling and we realized that there had been someone just standing on and we're on the first floor. Uh, of this apartment building, but it's one of those apartments where there's like an inner quad where the pool is kind of deal, yeah. but it's like multiple buildings. So it almost looks mm-hmm. like condos or something, but it's like apartments. Yeah. And uh, it had a balcony, but it was like on the first floor. So you could like walk mm-hmm. in and off the balcony and standing out on that balcony was someone in like a full white body suit, morph suit. It was like a woman. Oh. And uh-huh. she was like standing almost like, I don't know if you guys know uh, Fallout, the video game series, video game? but they have this little oh, m- mascot. There's a little uh-huh. mascot called Vault Boy, and he's like, he looks like oh, an yeah, old gas station. Uh huh. Yeah. And th- this person had like that type of body language, like very like, uh-huh. and it was like, uh, they had a white mask on that was like paper mask and no. had like a almost like a Chad face type face drawn on it in Sharpie. And they were waving what? like this. Waving? Like, oh. And we were like, and we were like, what the fuck? And then they like almost like, if I could hear them, they were outside, but if I could hear them, it almost was like they were like, <laughs> and then like ran away. Oh, like they put their hands up like a giggle <laughs> yeah. mouth? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. And they like ran off. And I was like, what the fuck? And so we like went to go look. And As one out does. on the, yeah, and out on the balcony was like, I'm going to say 25 big white balloons. Oh. Like big white what? balloons. And they had the same face on them on one side as the masks that the girls oh, that the girl oh was wearing God, dude this is and, like beginning uh, of like you getting murdered yeah dude, i know killed. you walked right into the trap yeah, yeah i know the, the chad face killer yeah i know uh, <laughs> he already has a name <laughs> well he actually literally had a name because when we turned the balloon around it had the name maisley written on the back oh, oh. that is oh. that's 
M A M A I M A I S L E Y was it was what okay. what it was I think and there was That's also a, a slogan. Name. Yeah. I'm sorry if your name's Maisley. In yeah, other yeah, contexts, sorry, those it'd be two great. Maisley listeners but, you got. Yeah. But in this context, it made it even worse. It's yeah, if you're like the like the copper tone girl and your name's Maisley, I'm like, that's cute. But in yeah. this case, it's a little messed up. And I don't remember what the slogan was. It's been genuinely like 15 years since this happened. But there was like a slogan, like, it's it. Or like, get with it. Or like, just something very like. Generic. Kind of, yeah, Weird. exactly. Like, have it. <laughs> so something like that. Amazing. Take it. <laughs> Good. That's it. Uh, yeah. Bam. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and so we were just like, and it was like literally like that many balloons were out on this thing. So like we're now talking about like this smacks of like effort. You know yeah. what I mean? Like somebody, somebody did some work. Um, and we're like freaking out, and it's all done in Sharpie. So this is all done by oh, hand. God. Every balloon oh, okay. has the face. Everybody has every balloon is like, you know, and it's a lot of air too. I don't know what yeah. air. A lot of air. What so exactly does the face look like? It's like almost like when you see like um like on SpongeBob or something when like somebody suddenly does something like really sexy or like they like, cut back hmm. and their normal face is like erased and with like a thick black like you know like, oh, like ooh. pursed lips ooh. kind of like and an eyebrow up like yeah. kind yeah, of like Nippy Le Pew maybe like Yeah, it's <laughs> like it was like it really looked kind of old fashioned and it was okay. like definitely something that they were practicing because it was like, you know, every single like, one, like pretty much the same face. Uh, yeah. Weird. Yeah. And uh, it was super weird. And uh, so we're freaking out now. We're like looking at these balloons. We started to get the idea to maybe like pop them to see if there was anything in them. So we were Great. like kind it's of noxious <laughs> gas. It's going to kill everyone. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Joker. Get one of them and suck the air out and see what it does to you. <laughs> College, hey, man. Why not? Yeah, we're invincible. <laughs> Never die. Uh, and, You're like, uh, I ate a cheeseburger in midair. I'm, I'm immortal. I can do anything. Yeah. And uh, so like we're freaking out. And then there's a yeah. knock on the door. And we go to the door and we're like in full like Dale Gribble paranormal mode yeah. right now. So we're like <laughs> looking out the freaking uh, the little peephole in the door. And now we see – uh, the same person out there, hello again, like this, uh-uh. hi, run away again. And then we're like, what is going on? We like open the door, we like look, we go back, and then there's another exactly the same amount of balloons again <laughs> on the balcony. They like distracted us. So they were us. trying to lure you to the front yes. to fill your yeah. boat. What? So yeah, there was put- two of them. So, Most well, yeah. Like- so w- this is like now, and it happened at a speed where like this happened pretty quick. Like this was yeah. like, just it just felt so much like this. There, you're next or whatever that movie is. Like, like just they felt, were ready. Yeah, like they just knew what they were doing, and so now we're like on the defensive, right? We're like now we're like we're in a like a base, and we're on like turret watch or whatever. We're looking out, <laughs> and uh, we're like, what is going on? Nothing happens for like forty minutes. Then we hear like, oh god, this is getting worse. <laughs> like like suey. And so we like go out and we're like following the sound. And then we see now there's like one, like maybe 40 feet away from us. Uh. And then there's one, like maybe like 40 more feet away. And they're both doing the little pose, both in the little white suits with the little masks on, both waving. And then they like (laughs) run together. And we're like, hey, and we like, (laughs) 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, you're like, it's over. I'm yeah, we're like, now. what are you doing? And we like start chasing them, and they're like <laughs> running the through the apartment. Yeah. Pull that mask off. <laughs> this is a lot. Yeah, literally. Y'all and this, there's like a lot of. We're trying to take I know. And so they're like going through these hallways, and we hear like a door close, and they're gone. And we don't hear like any like <laughs> like we don't hear anybody like oh my god this is such a good prank we're doing like not like if these guys were pranking us it was like seriously like they were like hitmen they were like yeah, so cold, yeah. like like professional they were dug in they were very committed to the like, yeah. this bit that, that was like rehearsed so god. after a while we're like walking around we're calling out we're like what are you guys doing we're not having this you know like. <laughs> Just to no one. Crazy people. Now you've got like a, several dozens of balloons you got to deal with. Like, what are you? Right. What are you supposed to and do if with you all those? Someone's gonna call the neighbors and be like, "They're shooting at us! Yeah, they're shooting! <laughs> I'm armed!" Uh, and so uh, now we're like, "What the fuck is this?" So we're like, so we start to like break it down. We start googling mazely. We try to start figure this out. Like, just we're just like seriously, like who could be doing this to us? Because it's starting to get to the point where it's like truly unsettling yeah and uh, uh, i mean from the beginning i would have been yeah. the for the very yeah. beginning we really stoned so it took a little bit before it <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. you're like, yeah. like the you're fuck's like, is this really <laughs> happening what are all these balloons yeah, yeah the so fuck? there's this band uh that i knew because i played in a band um like through college and stuff uh kind of like a rock band and we play a lot of shows and there was this one band around that was called t-neck um and they're from i think they're from the east coast if not actual Teaneck, New Jersey, which Makes is like, sense. if you don't know that town, it's a pretty, like if you're from New Jersey, you probably know Teaneck. Um, uh, but the band actually came to Orange County like recently. Like they were like, not like to visit, but like they actually <laughs> transplanted themselves. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we did know this one girl who was called Svetlana and that is her real name. Uh, <laughs> Fuck yeah. Nice. Uh, we didn't know this girl, Svetlana, who Alan was kind of like, Alan was kind of like a, a player. You know Talking I mean? to her? Okay, yeah. Yeah. okay, yeah. And so he was always messing with girls and like trying to like go on dates with girls and stuff like that. Kind of, they were kind of flirting, but she was like really artsy. She always had like the really cool outfits and like really like her artsiness like was very much like one of those one of those people who's like perfect. Who's like mm -hmm. you're like why is everything you do like aesthetic? How do you do this? Yeah. Um, and she continued to be very cool for years and years after that. But uh, she even knew the dudes from Teaneck, so we were like. We got this. And she lived like in the area of the building, kind of where we ran. So did you, you know, think like, it was the T-neck people, the band? We thought that it was Svetlana because she was she lived in the okay. in the building and she kind of like knew the band. And so maybe they were like filming some kind of like weird thing for the band or something like that. Uh, Performance but kicker, art. <laughs> yeah. But the kicker is uh, we called her over to the house. We were like, hey, you want to come over real quick? We got to ask you something. And she was like, sure. She came over. And we were like, do you know anything about this? Like, do you know what the fuck is happening? And we didn't tell her exactly what we were what we were going through exactly because we didn't want to like give her anything to work with. And she was just like kind of annoyed by us and was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, do you guys want to hang out? Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <We're> in here. <laughs> yeah. And we're you're like, like you, you're like, do you want to go out on her back porch and see what's out there? And she's like, <laughs> no. What do you want? <laughs> don't yeah, actually, like, no. I don't know. <laughs> and uh so uh she she didn't know and uh when we were talking to her at the door uh she left and then we realized there were more balloons again and two 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 people running away running around oh and we my were like god we were like so that's crazy and for like i know for like five days all we did after that was just like 
ask everybody, like, uh, you know, uh, just go try to contact Teaneck. Be like, what the fuck did we just see? But I'm going to tell you right now, the most frustrating end of this story possible is that I still to this day have no idea who the fuck those people were, what the point of any of that was, or why they like terrorized us for like three and a half hours one night. <laughs> yes. But it totally happened. It's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. There you go. That what year, is that's, that's wild. What year was this about? Uh, I would guess like 2009 or 10, something like that. 2009. All right. Okay. Well, listeners, if you were in Orange Orange County in 2009 running around in a white morph suit, <laughs> wearing people, First just all, come clean now. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll interview you on the show, actually. <laughs> you were so many on. questions. I just want to know. Think I just want closure. It was, you think it was just like kids playing a prank? And it was just very well done. I, I, it very well could be. It was the girl. The girls were definitely like, at least, they seemed like from their. I, you know, I don't know how much I was picking up from like, like the waving. They, yeah, but they seemed to be. Number one, like they had a house in the building, and number two, mm. like they were at least grownups at must as much as we were, which I was at the time maybe like. 21 years old something like that college age-ish yeah yeah damn and googling Maisie Maisley white balloons came up with nothing we found well we found Teaneck we found so was that like a was that a thing that they do the white balloons and Maisley how did we found that related to Teaneck yeah we found the face connected to them in some way oh okay but I don't know why I don't know what that means to them yeah, I don't. I don't know that. That's I've seen it in their stuff, uh, like videos and mm. stuff. But I don't know if maybe I, I just I don't just, know. I just don't know what it is to them. They never <laughs> became like that popular of a band. They were more popular than my band, but they weren't. <laughs> I mean, well, like, like they played. They played that, better shows than us, at least. Yeah. Well, maybe like the Monday after that, there's a Teaneck Street Team meeting, and they're like, "We have to talk about some of these tactics that you've been employing." <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> really yeah, specific. We're terrified. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> not enough people much. are finding out about this. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows anywhere. what you're doing. They're just scared. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, there's been no new album sales, no ticket purchases, but there are signs all over. Do you have you seen this face? <laughs> and we're all in trouble. We're all going to get arrested. Oh, oh that wild! That stuff the creeps only- me out for real, though. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I can think of is is that like my buddy was like one of the original tumblers, like like back in the day. Like he was oh, like, like the-, the website tumbler. Yes, like back in the so back in the days of like their launch. Like they used to have like sort of like a partner program. Oh, like so way like before. Yeah, yeah, like way before anything like that ever happened. They like would throw like sick parties in L.A. Like truly, like top of the like very famous people would be at these parties. And then like these 12 tumblers that like everybody knew. And um, my buddy was on that list for a little while. And uh, so like, maybe it was, maybe you're right. Like maybe it was like a targeted like marketing for marketing him marketing campaign to see if he would like, Tumble about it. Yeah. Not to date myself. Not to date myself completely, but yeah, we wanted maybe somebody wanted to see if he would tumble about it. Yeah. Or, right. oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. That yeah, keeps me, that's like strangers mask. vibes. Yeah, yeah, I don't like yeah, I don't like I masks. Thinking. I don't like not being able like, to see what I'm working hello. with. Yeah. And then balloons are I mean, that's a scary trope. It's too yeah. white to balloons clown. too. Yeah, and white, like that's yeah, the, unsettling so too. Yeah. Truly bizarre. That is so weird. Well, like they say, 
Only in LA, but it wasn't. It was in Orange okay. County. So <laughs> only in Orange <laughs> County. People from Orange County DLC. tell people from outside of California they're from LA all the time and they can't even lie about it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I was misled because I watched many seasons of the OC and this was never addressed. It was all right? about just who was sleeping with who and how tan somebody could get. So there was an apocalyptic earthquake while I was in college and it ruined Whoa. our entire society. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they also left that out. <laughs> they left it all out. Well, the movie Orange County has Jack Black running around in his underwear. So if you saw that, that's probably that more movie actually in line. rules. I fucking though. love that, yeah. it. It's so funny. The scene where the guy's like rolling and he runs after and Jack. Anyway, I could go on. Watch Orange County. The college party is very good. So Watch Hale Ramis do Harold acid Ramis. in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> Harold Ramis. Anything he's in. That's like oh, I yeah, had Harold on Ramis is great. Talk about dating ourselves. I had Orange <laughs> County on VHS. I got on discount from Hollywood video. So oh, yeah. Wow. Hollywood, Hollywood video. Sugar, baby. We almost heard the best yesterday. Good Christy Lord. and I were in line at Starbucks talking about Ben Gibbard and Zoe De Chanel and the barista's like, I don't know who those people are. No. We're like, that's oh, fine. No. Okay. So, what do you well, mean? The CDs awesome. right here? Yeah. CCD? What? What, ma'am? What is that? It's fine. Here's somebody sure, a fucking cassette take, and see what they do. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. the aliens give an old, like the ape technology, except they give them retro technology and the same exact thing happens. It's me. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, well, fame, fantastic story, Alex. Thank you so very much. <laughs> Sinisterhood will be right back. Uh, oh unfortunately for me, I think you pinned me down early where like I'm too thirsty for it. Uh, <laughs> life, Everybody couple, pins you down in this way, my man. I, know, Don't I, I, I think <laughs> aliens would pin me down. Um, <laughs> the issue is like, yeah, ever since I was a kid, I've been super into the paranormal, aliens, all that stuff. But I never, ever had anything happen to me to the point where... We were brought out to Indie PopCon uh, not a couple weeks ago to do like a, a little thing for them, a little live show with them. And everybody, including Alex, had a ghosty, weird experience in the hotel. <laughs> my, my door handle of my hotel room jiggled very late. That's oh. my ghost. And uh, there's another. Yeah. And then there was another uh, couple who had they, they saw their shoe move. They had the light. Oh. Somebody she heard somebody open the door, turn off the lights and then leave the room, which is weird because it's all she locked. wears a sleep mask. So it like was scary because she what hotel see. was this just it's, it's the, it's omni the omni seven yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's in downtown oh, indianapolis yeah. but it's like quite haunted and i don't think it was an omni from the beginning it seems Makes older sense. than that oh yeah okay. it was around since like 1920 or something crazy oh yeah um so I, you know I, i've been left in the dust you know all the paranormal stuff <laughs> the only thing that i have had happen to me uh very very recently is in my house um within the past i'd say like probably eight months to a year at this point and there's no pattern. There's no rhyme or reason to it. But I, I call it like I keep having like weird ghost cat encounters. And oh. everything that happens, I can almost certainly like explain it away under very particular circumstances. Um, but the most common thing that have happened to me is I'll consistently see and it's always just in my peripheral. What looks like a cat fucking run by my door. Sometimes I uh, at one point I thought I saw my black cat run into uh, my bedroom. It looked like it came out of the kitchen and out of my eye. I saw it like dart into the bedroom. I was like, oh, Blaze. I wanted to go like, hey, Blaze. But when I looked, Blaze, my black cat, was just sleeping on the table behind me. 
Um, all my other cats, I quickly, you know, made sure I could account for. And, you know, I don't know what that was. Um, I've had a dart bar by my office, things that, uh, beyond just seeing things, things have fallen over like mm -hmm. little tiny like, things consistently. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's what I, that's what I think. Uh, my girlfriend the calls them, uh, yeah. calls the cat spook at this point because it, oh. it happens so often, but it's yeah, little things in the kitchen or on the table that were not on the edge that are not like being blown by any wind or any light AC mm -hmm. air, like things that are like full salt shaker or a piece of silverware, like hit the ground. And it's off. just uh, that kind of thing is just like, I don't know what's causing that. And the only other like physical thing is um, I felt on the bed and on like the couch behind me multiple times feel like like a cat jump up. So I'd be mm -hmm. laying in bed and I know what it, my cat jumps up to lay down and it's like a weight and you feel them land. I'm like, oh, and I'll look up and there's nothing there. And wow. uh, while I'm sitting mm. on the couch playing a game, reading a book, whatever it is I'm doing, uh, I feel like a pressure kind of like sit on the uh, cushion where your head is. So I get pulled back a little bit and I'll reach back and there's nothing there. Wow. Um, yeah. So again, it's irregular. It doesn't happen like once a week or anything. It happens randomly sometimes a bunch of things happens in like a couple of days lately i haven't had anything really weird happen in maybe like a month or so um and who fucking knows right like who mm -hmm. knows if it's my own brain like tricking me mm -hmm. but yeah that's like the most i've ever had in my 37 years of being alive because everything <laughs> else has never ever once shown itself to me from aliens to cryptids <laughs> to ghosts no matter how badly i want <laughs> They're all like, like we are in the same boat. Really, yeah, exactly. I'm getting worked up now. I'm starting to get now. pissed at this, and I'm starting to take it personal at That's this fine. point. I will get you honestly. a membership card because I am there. I'm fucking mad about it. I remember yeah. as a kid, I'm like in the park with my mom. We were talking about ghosts or something, and I like outwardly like, if there are any ghosts, like come haunt my room. I'm like, it'd be really cool. I'm not scared of you. Nothing happened. You guys, need, oh. you guys need like a hitch. You guys need like a ghost hitch. Yeah, you guys need like exactly. A like a ghost matchmaker to find you like the perfect. Oh yeah, like ghoster yeah. instead of Tinder. Ghoster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You swipe it through like oh, I don't want to deal with those. No, I don't want that. The ghost. Yeah, oh, Anchies. No, thank you. Sea <laughs> guys are annoying. No. Yeah, yeah. aliens. Captain. He's gonna mark. be like, Check aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I'll Good do it. with Did kids. I would love that if you know they could babysit. We could do a oh. little. If they know how to uh, deal with pigs, I have a pet pig. They could go out there and take care of her. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I'd love to help. Probably have yeah, a lot you know of what? It's, in it's, yeah. it's time they stop. They, they stop getting free rent. It's time for them to start doing some work. These days. <laughs> hey, could you help out? This is ridiculous. So, Mike, do you have any other? You said you have other cats, but have you had like a cat that you've lost in the past? However many, could it maybe be like the little spirit of it's like? Well, I just want to mm -hmm. stay with my family it you sounds know, like they they feel they very it. comfortable around you i mean i i've lost many a pet in my life uh as you know growing up i had a lot of them um yeah there's a few a couple cats that i would have considered like my cats that i've lost uh one in particular he wasn't a black cat but who knows if it's just like a shadow I, mm -hmm. i've had that thought like maybe it's mercury that would be really uh. cool um, and I'm totally down. What's weird is like, it doesn't scare me. You know, some, I've never had any interactions with like a paranormal before. And even if it's sudden, like something knocking on the, the ground, like mm -hmm. it doesn't, it's not spooky to me. It doesn't feel, I don't feel malevolent. Mm -hmm. I mean, to the point where, you know, I've been wanting to get haunted so bad. Jesse and Alex <laughs> in like year two of our podcast, like bought oh, me a haunted great. doll. Oh, uh, fuck. Oh! <laughs> That the reveal was so good, so nonchalant. Truly not expecting that. Is he wearing a mask? 
No, it's a tape covering his mouth. Oh, God, why? Uh, the story what? of this guy apparently is there's a, for some reason, a dead World War II soldier is like trapped. <laughs> uh, World War I, I mean, sorry, World War I soldier is so trapped really in Harold. His name is Harold. There. This is Harold. Uh, Harold has killed multiple owners. Uh, oh, no. At one, point, at one point, he cut the brakes of somebody's car while he was in the passenger seat. Um, and Tricky. another one, like, I don't remember what the other one was. Uh, he's really angry about like the world. I'm assuming well, probably yeah, he's like he's you know, angry one suck. Gangrene probably got him as yeah, far as I'm I concerned. Get, I get it. I get what he's saying. As long as this piece of tape, this little bandage tape is over his mouth, he can't kill anyone anymore. Oh, uh, okay. So he lives That's comfortably insane. on the middle shelf in my closet. How's oh, your closet. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he's the reason I'm starting to see a ghost cat. You know, Maybe. But uh, Harold, the uh, has like thing. I don't know, man. It looks like the ghost escaped out of the cracked skull. Oh. So I'm not even sure he's in there anymore. He probably is like gone. Your so, blessed you know, it, girlfriend, bless her for allowing yeah. that in the house. <laughs> she, she's like, yeah. "Where's the doll? He's not on the shelf. He's not in the closet." Alex, where did you and Jesse get such an abomination? <laughs> So, so it turns out, no, I don't. Uh, t- it turns out if you just shit. type haunted doll into eBay, <laughs> that's like a whole racket that's going on yeah. all the time. These people, that's they're funny. like fan fiction writers. They got, <laughs> it's a, you just go to the junkyard, buy a you couple of dirty dolls. You can get whatever you want, can't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> you go to the Goodwill, you take a doll, just like tie it to your bumper and drive around like a couple hours. It'll pick and up a like, couple wayward World War One yes. Give it a good backstory. You can you know? definitely tell the bandage tape is way newer than the doll. So they probably, you know, slap that. They put some charcoal smudges on the front, make it look a little old and bam, you've got yourself a cursed haunted doll. I like that they came with the tape. That's sells it. (laughs) I'm not taking the tape off. Haunted. I'm not going to risk it. So you hate your nine to five. There's a garbage dump somewhere within your vicinity. You can just start a whole haunted doll emporium on eBay, man. Yeah. there's a market for everything out there. There is. There's live streams of just dollhouses. It's just a camera pointed what? at a dollhouse, and Amazing. people will watch for hours just in case something moves. Something. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all you say. Haunted camera live stream. Yeah, and you're you got Fun. millions of viewers right away. The Herald Show. Herald Watch. Herald Watch. Herald Podcast ever crashes. I'm leaning on the Herald Watch after this. Yeah, all of a Go sudden to- we're like, Mike's got a live doll cam. What happened to Illuminati? Illuminati has pulling numbers, bro. It's doing numbers. It's fucking doing numbers now. They're we're like, what the sad thing is, he's still not yeah. getting haunted. It's really sad. <laughs> yeah. Harold hasn't moved in like nine the cam months is on just camera. Every, it's just him on a pedestal and Mike on his knees going, today, please. What please. That's, his do, fest, uh, that's what he's doing <laughs> at the Cess Fest on stage. That's right. <laughs> There's five viewers. It's just m- different ca- uh, computers in my house that I just yeah. make sure I'm always watching. And he's like, you, nope, like- still nothing. <laughs> could uh, could that shadow be a little little I mean, little dog yo, running down if, the hallway? If if, he, if it is, I uh, he makes no noise, and so I'm. Oh. I, He's, He's very yeah. silent. He, he, would, hear, he would hear a little pitter patter probably if it was. Him. I feel like I might. Stewie Griffin. <laughs> if it was, I mean, he'd have a really hard time keeping balance. His whole foot is like just. Missing. Oh yeah, that's true. He can't oh, really yeah. go anywhere. The dude's just maimed. <laughs> He's got the same wounds he got in World War One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's what it Stuff is. That's what happened. He blew his Harold. toes off in World War One and then yeah. died of gangrene. 
He stepped on uh, a mine, and that was it. That was Came the off the of top of his head. <laughs> if it's goes me, he's got to he's got to step his game up. I'm not scared. <laughs> oh damn! Oh, shit, Harold. that's a flex no. to be like, I'm not scared of you, my haunted doll. <laughs> apparently, there was a hotel near me that had like horny ghosts, and I really wanted to go oh, there, right. but they closed a, down. Is it the one that with the big ass hole in the living room that goes all the way down to? Like a, it has like a mine shaft in the living room. No, what? I don't know about that part. But now I want that hotel. <laughs> is there another Texas. hotel with horny ghosts? That's this was like, are they horny? They're very was like, horny. Mike's in Houston. This, yeah, this was a uh, like a um, like a whorehouse basically, and it was like, yeah, you're in bed and you go to sleep, and it's like, what's that smell like? Like in your ear? <laughs> like you're like, oh, <laughs> whoa! All of a sudden, the like, covers I are just, just sleep completely yeah. nude. Covers off, and I would just be waiting. I'd be like, You're like, me. I am ready to right now. He's gonna you just start want. live streaming. Yeah, yeah. I'll have, yeah. Second, I'll have a really good angle set up from all kinds. We'll have streams on Pornhub and on like haunted yeah. streams. We'll need really only fans. Yeah. 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 a spooky OnlyFans. <laughs> He's <fans>. ready. <laughs> He's absolutely ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called "I Stay Ready for the Ghosts." Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we talked about one stay of those ready. though. That the one that is in it's in North Texas. It's not too far from here. And yeah, also, and the Mineral Wells one that has the the yeah. well that's been plexiglassed <laughs> over. They're like, you can rent it. There's a giant hole that goes 20 feet into the center of the earth in the living room, but there's a glass box around it, so you're good. It's like, I don't want to watch television. Yeah, excellent. (laughs) I'm just not going to go to the 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 basement. Well, it was like a well that was, um, you know, built when the house was built, but then they uncovered it. Mm-hmm. literally when doing renovations and then they were like we're just gonna make a little see-through thing but you can imagine in a haunted house you look down there there's all sorts of things people have reported seeing yeah, yeah at right. the bottom of this well yeah <laughs> i want this room i will yeah. have a whole fucking, you got like, stand you're down that well, well. With a camera directly pointed <laughs> it's down. only a matter of time before we start doing the stupid like here we are at this place <laughs> get ready travel channel yeah. yeah, that's right. Travel Channel is waiting. But you have to, I think to get a show on there, you have to be willing to fist fight the ghost like Zach yeah. Bagans. You have to be super jacked. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fist fight Zach Bagans, period. There you like, go. Yes. <laughs> Same. You can be as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. Get a show. oh, man. Yeah. I have many problems with that individual. <laughs> we do <laughs> too. And <laughs> right. it, was all, it was a bit for us for a long time, but then we no. found out he truly is a piece of shit. So now <laughs> we're like, it's not a bit anymore. He's like, truly an asshole. And I'm like, oh, wait, this guy's kind of trash. No. Yeah. Now yeah. we found out who was it that told us that. Well, we talked to Em and Christine from that's right. We Drink, and they did an overnight investigation. Well, they were doing it overnight and they got bumped. For Zach Bagans, and then when we, they went in the night after him, they said the ghosts were like so pissed off at them because <laughs> they thought that maybe they're affiliated, and we're just like, you have to make it clear when you go. We don't know that guy. We don't like him. We feel you. He sucks. Can we just be friends? Yeah, they said it was wild. like this rage, and I was like, that's what he does to the ghosts. I, I had I, I, like a story of him going to like a sorority drinking party at some point after like a oh, ghost talk. Yeah, that's no. where I was like, oh, I don't like him. Oh, mm. yeah. You're well, too that, old yeah. for that, bud. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. Being... like his hair is stuck permanently in 2001. That's true. Yeah. yeah. His hair is so stuck it... permanently to his head because of all the fucking grease. <laughs> yeah. <in> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, I don't, fist fighting ghosts or being weird at sorority parties. Either way, I'm good. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. good. <laughs> I don't want to fist fight ghosts. I want to just be friends with the ghosts. I do too. I want to be friends with the ghosts and the aliens and the cryptids. And we could be having such a good time if they were our I'm friends. I'm just here. We I just could. Eat yeah, a rodeo cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. In the air. As a <laughs> in mid air. 
Yeah. <laughs> we got to I feel like if we form a collective where they know like we're cool. You can come to us and we're going to be That's cool. You're going like, to the you, wrong people. You got to come to us. You need to That's abduct strangers. Illuminati. I'll give you whatever oh, you want out of my yeah. body. Just take it. <laughs> See, that we all Any organ you want is yours. Organ, I just want to go on your ship. You, whatever you want, just take them. <laughs> I will just. I just want to be there. It's like, yeah, your Chiluminati membership card on the front says that you're a member, and on the back, it's like organ donor, and you just check off what you're willing for them to touch or take, or what. <laughs> yeah, there is an option for all of these. My touch or take list. There you go. <laughs> and the ghosts are like. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. We appreciate this clarity of communication. It's like you are welcome. Well, that is what, like you said, Chiluminati is all about. We had so much fun talking with y'all today. We could that talk to so you for fun. two more hours, yeah. three was, more yeah, hours. We could just I, feel do this guys, I feel like you guys got to come and be on our show next. Anytime. Oh, let would love to. Yeah. And did you say you're at Obsessed Fest also? Oh no, we're not actually. I just heard you he was guys just were, joking. Uh, he was yeah, joking. Oh, guys okay. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I was hoping you were, and then I was like, oh, "Me too." It'd be yeah. Fun to hang out. Cool. Well, if you want to come back drinks. to Dallas and do some more JFK investigation, come yeah. on down. We'll host Dude, you anytime. Absolutely. Yeah, and I yeah, still have I'm one on. more sesh worth of JFK. I'm not done yet, so oh. I'm, I got some more keep JFK. My yeah. Have you been to all the stuff here? Sixth Floor Museum, Grassy Knoll, everything. Yeah, I've been lucky enough to go. I kind of like stumbled into Dealey Plaza the first time without realizing I was there, which was awesome. Yeah, it and, just like uh, kind yeah. of appears upon you, and then you're like, "Wait a second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you handing me a pamphlet about, sir? Oh, Get away yeah. from me. <laughs> no, that's the best part is all the people down there telling you the truth. Huh. Yeah, you have amazing. Like, like the historical plaque on the side of the Sixth Floor Museum, and then someone it says where Lee Harvey Oswald allegedly shot JFK, and people mm-hmm. have just circled allegedly, like <laughs> harmed oh it God. out. <laughs> Like, yeah, what's up? That's our town. Good lord. <laughs> they used to uh they used to every night sandblast the X that people would spray paint over the on, on the, the street? street where the sh- it actually happened and then the city gave up because it, they were like it's too fucking dangerous. Everybody keeps running out into traffic to try and do this spray paint X. We're just going to leave it so everybody can see where it happened. <laughs> the genius move is that's the same guy who cleans it every day. He's giving himself a job. Yeah, yeah. whole job. <laughs> He's Job like, creator. I have to be out here spraying it every morning. Stability. Well, yeah, well, let us know the next time you are in Dallas. But for folks who for loved sure. your conversation with us here today, because we loved it so much, where can they find Chaluminati? I'm going to take this one. Head over to patreon.com slash chaluminatipod, the <laughs> finest website ever made. It helps us keep our lights on. We love you over there. And if you want to come see us live what? Uh, yeah. this this uh, October, we're going to be on the, the weekend of October 13th. On October 15th, on Sunday, we're going to be there at the Terragram Ballroom in downtown Los Angeles. Don't stay in downtown Los Angeles. Just drive there from somewhere else in Los Angeles. <laughs> we got and, uh, Yeah, come see us. I got that feedback note from a lot of people who came to see us last time we did a show uh, where they were like, we stayed like right by the place. And I was like, you should oh, not no. have done that. Brave. Mm. <laughs> Jess- Jesse's car got broken into was- while we were doing the show. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> he came out and he's like, I think my car got broken into. Yeah, so take an Uber, take an Uber. But it's a great, it's going to be a great time. It's a, it's a really beautiful venue, and uh, we're gonna, we're gonna do another hour and a half of me and Jesse trying to wrangle Mathis as he gets Not thirstier and thirstier. Yeah, our, our, uh, Crypto Smasher Pass will be in there. I promise. Yeah. Crypto Smasher Pass, <laughs> love it. Oh, That's I love it. We get FMKs at every live <laughs> yes. show about every yeah. the amount of times on. we've had to do our FMKs on astronauts american heroes that have gone to the moon and we've had to say which ones we'd rather fuck marry or kill is truly astounding but we've done it apollo 11 fmk easy bam 
Obviously, oh, yeah. 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 Mary <laughs> Mike Collins and killed Neil Armstrong. Sorry. I, mean, you just have to, you know, <laughs> I get it. Michael Collins is the real hero. First, and I'm not going to marry that or fuck it. <laughs> no. Yeah, Michael Collins never came at all. He's, he, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He was fine just orbiting <laughs> yeah. around letting everybody else have fun. He was edging material. for yeah. 75 times. <laughs> real voyage <laughs> around the moon. <laughs> Just like Mathis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was ready. The edge, never get the fulfillment. <laughs> he was ready. Well, next oh, time we're in LA, because we'll we be come out there. Yeah, both my brothers live there. We come out there quite a bit. So we'll definitely hit Please y'all up so. next time. Yeah, we're out there for sure. All yes, right, this well, was thanks. so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, we look forward to talking about alien stuff with you on your show much too. more often. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys for thanks, having us. Guys. It was a pleasure. Thanks again. Love the show. Well, thank you again to Mike and Alex from Chiluminati for joining this week. And thank you to everyone else for sending in your Freaky Friday stories. If you have an odd but true story, maybe you've encountered Bigfoot, you've seen a UFO, you had a brush with true crime, or you felt the presence of an otherworldly being, send them in at Sinisterhood.com slash Freaky Friday. If you like our free episodes, you'll love our Patreon bonus content. You can join for free to see where we're up to next. We also publish things for the for the free patrons. Recently, Tommy did a very fun clip together of the, uh, I don't want to say the best of Stephen Lett because he's a monster, so I'll say the worst of Stephen Lett. <laughs> but it's still uh, very funny, especially if you listen to the end. So we post things even if you're not a, a paying patron member just to keep you up to speed on stuff. If and then there are different tiers where you can sign up for all sorts of different bonus content. There's probably close to 600 hours of bonus content on there at this point. We have a, re- a mini-sode that's about to come up about a very harrowing tale of a woman that escaped a awful serial killer. And we also have our uh, live Q&A that it's mo- once a month. This month is going to be on October 25th at 8 p.m. for our Ruling the Airwaves tiers and up. And that's always a good time, especially the Halloween one. We always like to do, uh, you know, something fun with candy, costumes, something. So we'll have a good time on Wednesday, the 25th at 8 p.m. Central. And you can go ahead and save your spot now on Patreon. You can head to Sinisterhood.com and click shop on the top banner to check out Sinisterhood merch like t-shirts, mugs, totes, stickers, and even clothes for your little enemy of God. Someone on Instagram asked us to say that. (laughs) But for your children as well, uh, who I don't think are enemy of God, but Stephen Lett does. Uh, But yeah, you can head over to our Sinisterhood shop, get crew neck sweaters, hoodies, sweatshirts, anything to get cozy for this new, uh, this upcoming winter season, including our new uh, beanie hat that we have that came out very cute. Just go to Sinisterhood.com and click shop on the top banner. While you're at SinisterHood.com, you can also review the show, follow us on socials, and check out the episode description for more fun like topic-based playlists and links to live show tickets. We'll be at Obsessed Fest this weekend. If you're listening to this on Friday, you might still have time. Go to ObsessedFest.com or SinisterHood.com slash live shows for information on that. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sinisterhood Pod. You can like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. Be sure to head over to our YouTube channel to check out the video version of our interview with Chaluminati, as well as tons of other fun videos that we have up there. And you can check out our TikTok and book your custom video shout outs over on cameo.com slash Sinisterhood. Uh, cameo is a way for you to book personal video shout outs. So if you want us to say happy birthday, happy anniversary, or a pep talk for yourself, something exciting happened, something sad happened, you just want to say hi, go over to cameo.com and book us now. We'd love to do it. Christy, where are you at online? I'm on Instagram at Christy and Wallace and TikTok at Christy or GTFO. Heather? 
I'm on the internet at Heather versus the world. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Sinister. Home.